We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's July 19th, it is 2023. We have an eight-game baseball slate to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined today by Timothy Buell. You all know him as Tasteful Tides. Tim, what's happening, my friend? Not much, Stevie. Thanks, as always, for having me on your show. It's always a pleasure to do these uh, morning grinds with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, we love breaking out baseball. Uh, we got, I think it's like a eight game Wednesday slate to break down. I think uh, just so everybody knows, uh, I think it's going to be one of those slates again, where Otani is going to be uh, pitching eligible on DraftKings and hitting only on FanDuel. I think that's what we're setting up for, uh, for Wednesday's slate. Yeah. We'll have to see how it um, kind of plays out. Um, but yeah, they haven't announced who they're pitching yet and everything kind of points to um, Otani. But, you know, there is reports that it could be someone else as well. So um, we'll see. Um, Wild slate on Tuesday, uh, 26 current runs um, in Atlanta. 
Dodgers 10 spot, um, Padres 9 spot. The Braves are the Giants and the Reds scoring a lot of runs. Um, I mean, the Royals and Tigers, two of the worst offenses in baseball. They're over 15 runs in that game. Um, <laughs> Cleveland put up a five spot in the first inning against Mitch Keller. So um, fun slate. Um, I'm very happy that my, my Atlanta stack um, has Taj Bradley on it because a lot of the pitching just got absolutely crushed tonight. Um, my Mitch Keller... My Mitch Keller love yesterday on the podcast um, about him being like a safer option. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know what to say to Mitch Keller getting he got rocked. Um, eight earned runs. Um, it was it wasn't pretty, but we 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 knew though kind of how bad pitching was going to be on Tuesday night, right? Oh, yeah. Like we had we kind of had that feeling. We saw the options were there's there was really, in my opinion, there was. There was no place to hide, right? So it was a good it was a good night to pay up the bats. Yeah, White Sox Mets. Um, there's mm. a ton of runs in that game. So yeah, uh fun one. And Derek in YouTube chat says, Stevie, I need to have a word with you about Keller. Um, the team that I played <laughs> Keller on needs to have a word with me too. <laughs> Luckily, so like I, I kind of lucked out, right? Um, my Keller my Keller team overall just didn't do well. So it like, it's one of those things where you like kind of luck out because the team didn't do well. So like, even if Keller would have pitched good, it didn't do well. Um, So it kind of worked out for me, but you have a good red stack that's going um, that we'll see if it ends up any good, but yeah, if you didn't have Atlanta, Arizona, you're playing catch up tonight. All right, let's move on to Wednesday slate. Eight games, uh, a little bit of day baseball as well, but eight games here on the main slate. We're going to jump right in. Um, Yankees and Angels is actually where we start. So yeah. no total out for this game yet. Um, weird, weird, because it's a West Coast game that starts at 7 Eastern. Um, so it's a 4 o'clock like, afternoon game out in L.A., Rodon, uh, Rodon is pitching for the Yankees. It sounds like it's going to be Otani. You never know um, how if it's going to be Otani or not. Who knows? Um, what are your thoughts here on Rodon? I think he's a great play at eighty five hundred on DraftKings. Um, you know, he definitely got hit around in this first start back, but he got through five innings pitched. You know, like I think that he's up speed at least. Um, you know, so it's, I think it's, you know, this Angels team is a little bit watered down, right? I mean, of course they have Otani, um, but they don't really, they don't have Trout, uh, they don't have Drury, uh, you know, so this this Angels team is is quite watered down. And I think that $8,500 price tag is very, very appealing. So as of right now, I, I think I have quite a bit of interest in him. And Arizona just keeps going. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in him. I just, I need to see him have like a, a good start before I start playing him. 8,500 is a tough ask for me. Um, Angels still a top 10 team in baseball against left-handed pitching. Um, I mean, you look at their numbers against lefties, they have a lot of good bats against lefties. Yes. Um, obviously, you know, a guy like Trout being on the lineup hurts, but I don't know if it hurts enough for me to, play a guy that's coming back from the IL that I feel like they're going to still kind of have kids gloves on. I don't think we see him go over a hundred pitches. He's 8,500. Um, yeah. 
I don't get there today. I hear you. I just don't get there today. Um, Otani, if it is Otani on the other side of this game, I, I expect him to be expensive. We, like you said, on FanDuel, he's a hitter. They probably don't change it. Um, right. I would love for sites just to have him at pitcher and fielding. Like, I don't understand. You, I don't understand do at this point. Yeah. At this point, how do they not have this figured out? I don't Is it like a this. law thing? Is it like uh, something that's like in the laws on the states that have like been I, passed I, for fantasy? I don't know. Um, I but... don't think so. I don't think so. I think this is strictly something behind the scenes that they can't figure it out. It doesn't seem like it would take a lot of tech and a lot I, of like time and money to like do that. Like, I don't um, know. Why not just have him as like an expensive pitcher and hitter? And like, maybe like they don't want people to get confused. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. But let's say he's lo- maybe their scoring he's... system can't do it. Who knows? Let's say he's like 10 8 tomorrow or Wednesday. Let's say he's 10 8. You know, what, do you have interest in him at, at like that price tag? Yep. Um, yeah, I do. I do too. Too many strikeouts in this lineup. Yeah. You know, even if Judge was in the lineup, I would still have interest in Otani mm. um, in oh, this yeah. spot. So, yeah, if Otani is the starter, assuming that he's in that 11, 11K-ish range, um, I don't know if I'd go up to him if he's like 12K. I don't think he'll be that much. No. Um, I think he gets up for this game. I think he goes out and he had pitches a really good game. His strikeout rate is still elite. Um, his whiff rate, swinging strike rate, all that stuff is elite. Uh, so, yeah, uh, if Otani is the pitcher for this game, lot of interest in otani um pitching i don't i don't mean to go off the rails so soon stevie but is he gonna get traded no no i don't think they can do it like attendance wise i don't think they can do it right they would just have a revolt i still think there's a chance that he's re-signs with this team like i i I am in that camp Mm -hmm. so i i mean he, I mean, how many times did he say that, like, he wanted to play with his hero and his hero is Mike Trout? Um, right. I it's don't such know. An, it's such it's such an interesting story. Like, he's he's like going to be an all time great baseball player, like all time great. Mm-hmm. And like, we're approaching what are we like two weeks away, thirteen days away from the trade deadline, and like he is like it's it's like a huge story. It's like oh, yeah. I'm. We don't really get big stories like this like very often in baseball, in my opinion. Like this is well, a huge story. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that if he doesn't re-sign, it's like one of three landing places: Dodgers, Yankees, uh, Red Sox. Like, if he doesn't re-sign with the Angels, he's gonna go get paid. Right. For um. Sure. Bats? Anything on the Yankees bats? If it is Otani, um, if it's not Otani, you're just gonna have to kind of see um i mean there's there's like noise that it could be um like a bullpen game or detmers but detmers doesn't make sense because he pitched on saturday uh it's not full rest so yeah I mean, just... the, the the yankees are priced for otani so if it's not otani they are very very cheap so they, i mean this strictly depends on if otani's pitching or not if otani is not pitching they are very very affordable up and down the lineup, the most expensive guys, Glaber Torres at 4,900, Stanton's 4,600. Uh, you can go down to Pereza at 3,000, who batted leadoff tonight. Um, he would be at uh, Harrison Bader's 3,600. So, like, if he, if Otani's not uh, pitching, then the Yankees are fully in play. I did see something that they might like 
go full on bullpen game and like Jaime Barria might bulk um, to give them like an extra day. I had read a report about that. So um, if the Yankees are priced down, like you're talking about, um, Barria would be a great spot for the Yankees bats. So, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, if it's Otani, I probably don't have a ton of interest in the Yankees. If it's not Otani, I want to see who's pitching. I would probably have interest in just about anybody else uh, because, like you said, the Yankees are priced down here. Yeah. Um, Let's talk Angels bats. I know you were kind of lukewarm on them. You had a little bit of interest. Um, is there any of these bats that you like here? Honestly, no, Stevie. Uh, you know, it's – I, I like Rodon. Um, I'm seriously, I'm, I'm, I'm much higher on him than you are, and that's okay. You know, um, obviously, if Otani is hitting eligible, you can always pitch play Otani as a hitter against anybody. That's fine, but uh, I'm I'm gonna pass. Even guys like Renfro and Ward, um, they're like they're thirty eight hundred dollars a piece. I really, honestly, I don't really have that much interest in them. Yeah, so, I mean, Renfro, he has just hit left-handed pitching um, ever since he started playing baseball back in um, the day. So, ton of interest in him. And then if Zach Neto hits leadoff, uh, very small sample size, but he's been really good against lefties so far. Outside of that, I mean, if Otani is pitching and we don't get to play him as a hitter, um, that obviously hurts the upside a little bit. I Wallach, if he catches, um, I would assume he catches here with a lefty on the hill. I, I assume they give um Dyson a day off. Wallach is 2,500. This guy has fantastic numbers this season 368 ISO, 411 Woba against left handed pitching. So I definitely get to like a little three man for sure. I don't think it's a full stack spot for me, but it, it's definitely one of those spots where I'll have to see when the lineup comes out. And I'll be looking at a three-man. Ton of interest in Renfro. Um, I think this is a fantastic spot for Renfro. But I'm not going crazy. I still respect, like, Radon's, like, talent. I just need to see him, like, have a game healthy. I want to see a healthy, really strong spin rate game, everything kind of clicking for him game before I'm paying this price. Um, So I don't want to go crazy here. I just respect some of these Angels bats as well. All right, moving on. San Diego at Toronto. Hey, just in case you guys were all all very curious, uh, Alec Manoa, still not good. Nine total in this game. (laughs) Blue Jays, a 124 favorite here. We got Darvish and Berrios facing off against each other. Um, Yeah, let's talk Darvish first. He's 8K. I mean, mean, the price tag is somewhat enticing. Yeah. any interest here in Darvish? Yes, just because of that price. I mean, he, you know, he just got a 25, almost 26% K rate. I, I, you know, the matchup is not the best, but man, he, he definitely has a ceiling at this price tag. Um, so I really don't have an issue with it. Uh, the only kind of caveat to that is that kind of, it seems like pricing in general is kind of soft. So, like, the Darvish value may be kind of an illusion because there are, like, in my opinion, there's other kind of softish prices on this entire slate. But he's such a talented – like, he's a talented enough pitcher where he can really exceed expect salary expectations in this matchup 
pretty easily. So I, I think he's firmly in play. Yeah, my only my only like issue is this is a very low strikeout team. Uh, they put the ball in bats a lot. There's going to be a lot of ground balls. Darvish, his ground ball rate has just skyrocketed over the last month. He's done a great job recently of just generating a lot of ground balls. Um, so he's been pitching a lot better than his numbers. Um, a lot of his advanced stats look really good. He's been pitching a lot better than the numbers kind of indicate. I think at 8K, it's worth taking a shot. Um, if it's a single entry cash lineup type build or single entry type build, I probably don't get there. I'm considering playing him in like a three entry max build. Um, he's he's right on the fringe for me. I want to see like obviously who's pitching for the Angels. Um, we'll talk about a couple other pitchers that I like. Uh, Barrios on the other side of this game. Another guy, I mean, that has definitely been pitching better. Um just throws a ton of strikes. This is a really good offense. Uh, any interest in Barrios here? Not really. He's he, like in in this matchup. I I just don't think like you know his K rate's just not quite high enough. And like you said, he's really Babbitt dependent, and so he's going to be pitching to contact against a, a, a you know well above average team against some very very talented hitters. You could argue that like the bottom of this lineup is a little bit weak. But the top half is is not. They're very very strong. Um, honestly, I I don't think the Padres are going to get a lot of ownership. So I have a lot of interest on, in the San Diego bats. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think I'm playing Barrios here. It's just it's such a tough matchup to get there. Like obviously the bottom half, Gresham, Carpenter, uh, Gary Sanchez, a lot of strikeouts there, a lot of upside there. You still have to get through that top half. Fernando Tatis, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts. Cronenworth is a guy that doesn't strike out. So I just – I worry about the upside. I think it's like a boom-bust spot. Um, I I definitely could see taking some shots. I could definitely see playing some bats here too. Uh, Padres very good. Toronto's a good ballpark for hitters. Uh, What are your thoughts on the Padres' bats? I I uh I really like them. Like we're gonna get to some teams later on in the show that are gonna be uh a lot heavier owns, I think. And I don't think that a lot of people are gonna be rostering the Padres. And I think that pitching is soft uh the pricing for pitching on the slate is soft enough that you can fit guys like Tatis at sixty three hundred in pretty easily. Bogarts is only forty eight hundred, Soto's fifty five hundred. Cronenworth's down to 3,800. Like, you're going to be able to stack this team. You know, uh, Trent Grisham, 2,300. You know, obviously not the best player in the world, but he brings down the price of that stack quite a bit. And he is a good enough hitter that I think he is way better hitter than $2,300. So I think this team is very, very interesting for a large field GPP setting. Uh, don't hate it. Uh, Toronto side of this game. I mean, Darvish has been generating a ton of ground balls. There is like one guy that kind of stands out as like a big fly ball hitter, and that's Brandon Belt. He's really cheap. Um, if you want to attack that like fly ball, ground ball, um, I love it, by the way. I talk about it all the time. It generates a lot of line drives. Maybe I think Brandon Belt is like a one-off home run. Try to try to you know generate a home run. Um I mean, they're so expensive in a tough matchup against Darvish. I don't think I could pay like fully to stack this team um, with the matchup. No, the, I think 
I, I I agree with you. The Colin Belt is, is good at 3K, but they're just too expensive for this matchup. You know, we got Bichette, uh, Vlad, Springer, all 5K or higher. Chapman's 4,900. There's no kind of discount. Um, and I I expect Darvish to to win in this matchup. So I'm there's no way I'm full stack in Toronto. All right, Arizona Atlanta over um, good football game sixteen to thirteen. Um, <laughs> what a, what a game! San Francisco at Cincinnati. We got Stripling and Ashcraft facing off against each other. Ten and a half total in this game. Pick'em game. <laughs> um, any interest here in Ross Stripling? No. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. interest for me. Um, no interest for me in Ashcraft on the other side of this game either. This is this is a game I'm just again for I feel like the third straight day, just gonna absolutely load up on the bats. Ashcraft, he does generate some ground balls. Um, I'll give him that. Low strikeout guy, high woba, high ISO, um, high hard hit rate, like everything you don't want to see um outside of the ground ball rate. So yeah, I'm not playing Ashcraft either. Absolutely. I have no, I'm, I would exclude both of these pitchers, even in like, if I was making 150 teams. All right, let's talk um, San Francisco. Obviously um, I talked about this yesterday as well. Only one lefty in the bullpen. Um, obviously that helps a ton when it comes to pinch hit risk. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the giants bats? Absolutely love them. Uh, one thing that I should note, I believe uh, Lamont Wade left Tuesday night's game. I'm not sure uh, to the extent of what happened, but I just want our listeners to be aware of that and pay attention to that um, because he is certainly a guy that I would like to play at 3,700. He did. Um, if he, what, what's that? He did leave the game early. Yeah, yeah, but I just I'm not sure to like what you know how badly he was hurt or. You know, I just want people to know that he he did leave the game. Uh, he I, I would love to be able to play him. Uh, Jock Peterson at forty four hundred. Uh, Michael Conforto thirty three hundred. Even guys like Wilmer Flores, uh, Yastrzemski. These guys are way too cheap. I mean, this is going to be, I would assume, the probably the chalkiest team on the slate. I mean, they're just they're just so cheap, and they're huge, huge, huge ballpark upgrade. Um, I, you know, this team's going to be very chalky. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um... I was trying to find really quick if I could find out why he left the game early. 
I'm still like still getting there with the new um new tweet deck. Um, still, but yeah, that's that's it. Does say challenge. that it was an injury? Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it happened like 40 minutes ago, so who knows? Uh, but yeah, it was an injury. He limped off the field. Yeah, I would assume um, maybe he's not in the lineup here, which I mean could potentially maybe Yaz hits leadoff. Uh, that would be awesome. Right. Uh, be maybe awesome. like a Brett Wisely hits leadoff. Um, I mean, just go like, I mean, just kind of again saying I mean, this is just a team I really want to play. Uh, both of these teams. Um, I will say the lefty pitched again. That's two days in a row now that Young has pitched. So. Not typically you see a reliever go three straight days, but it does happen from time to time. But, man, it just – you don't worry about – especially if Wade is out too, you don't worry about the pinch hit risk as much. Um, really like the Giants today. Really like the Reds. Um, Stripling is a guy that I love to stack against when he's pitching in San Francisco. Uh, you can bet your butt that I'm going to stack against him pitching in Cincinnati. I've got, I've got no argument against that. Um, I – you know, they're obviously priced a lot higher than San Francisco, but hopefully that will scare some people away. Um, but yeah, I absolutely love, you know, any, any of these high end reds guys, I think are in absolute smash spots. Um, Incarcion is 2,500. Um, third baseman. He's a value. He wasn't in tonight's or on Tuesday night's game, but he was in yesterday's game. So We'll see. Hopefully he's in the lineup. He's dirt cheap. He would make, he brings down the price of the stack quite a bit. Uh, he's a big time prospect. So hopefully he gets the nod and he's, he's third base eligible at 2,500. So if you're he just had red, his first career home run about um, 20 minutes ago. Did he, he really? Hit. Yeah. He had a pinch, he hit, pinch hit. Oh, I was going to say, cause he didn't start. Cause I, I wanted to, I was thinking about rostering him. Okay. Uh, yeah, so yeah, hopefully he's he cracks the lineup. He's twenty five hundred. Uh, just don't forget about him. He's he's in a, gonna be you know he's gonna be a stud. So he, you won't be getting him at this kind of price very much longer. Yeah, it was tilted. They pinch hit Fraley, and then um, he hit a home run. So it was like, mm. dang man. Um. All right. Yeah. I mean, overall, a fantastic game to target on the slate. Fantastic, both sides. You can get some value stacking the giants and then play the expensive reds um fantastic spot white Sox, mets we got tukey Toussaint starting here verlander pitching for the mets nine total verlander and the mets a minus 200 favorite uh any interest here in uh, tukey Toussaint? absolutely none you said it too fast i didn't get my drink in um Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, no interest in me in Tuki Tassant. At one time, a very talented prospect. He just he's gonna generate a lot of ground balls. He's not likely gonna give up a lot of home runs. Um, he's just not gonna generate a lot of strikeouts. He struggles with command. His walk rate is almost 18% on the season. Uh just started pitching like starting again uh recently, worked out of the bullpen a lot um as like a long reliever, but yeah, um, it, it's kind of. I feel like it's going to be like Tuki Hassan for 70, 80 pitches and then like bullpen type of game um, is what it sounds like for the White Sox here. Not playing Toussaint. Verlander, 8,800. Um, I think this is a spot we could definitely take some shots on Verlander, to, like looking at like the slate that we have for pitching. 
Uh, he's someone that I had written down earlier tonight. Uh, any interest here in Justin Verlander? I absolutely love Verlander, and I ho- I hate to keep going back to this. It, it does kind of depend on if we get Otani or not because it kind of affects lineup construction. Let's say, I mean, if we don't get Otani, Verlander is like, I think, one of the best overall pitchers on the slate. And so I, I absolutely love him. Uh, he's been inconsistent he's certainly not the same guy that he once was but he's no longer priced like he once was so it's you know the price is appropriate and i think this is a matchup that he can excel in quite easily um he pitches at you know at city field which is one of the best pitchers parks in baseball and i i I absolutely love him pitching so bad tonight woo and over they they're not getting the job done yeah, like everybody's what is, is going on the, the baseball the, is just flying tonight like if you have just, a pitcher in the positive congrats it's uh it's home run derby yeah, it, it's wild um again like i feel i felt really good having taj bradley and woo and man that's not even working out um maybe you played logan allen Oh, Logan Allen absolutely dominated Pittsburgh. Um, he did. That was so... He did. So, anyway. All right. Um, I do have interest in Verlander. <laughs> Moving on to the bats. The White Sox side, um, Jimenez still kind of banged up. I don't, I mean, I don't really want to pick on Verlander. There's nothing like jumping off the page to me. I think you can always take shots on Robert Vaughn or Berger, but. Robert I don't think 6K. Robert 6K. Yeah, so expensive. Like one solo home run that Verlander may very well give up is not enough for 6K. So like, yeah, Verlander can sometimes give up give up some home runs here and there, but Robert 6,000. So have at it if you want to, but that's, that's a pass for me. Um, you know, Tim Anderson is really, really struggling this year. There's no way I'm paying – I'm clicking his name for 3,900. Um, but I think Chicago is a pretty easy pass for me. All right. Um, any interest in the Mets bats here against Toussaint? I, I do. And I don't, you know, Toussaint, like you said, super, super wild. And I love attacking pitchers who have got control issues. So I think that they deserve some pretty strong consideration. I don't think they're going to be, I think I would like to like get to like a three man of them, maybe not like a full stack. Um, you could always play the polar bear. Uh, Lindor is good. Nimmo's fine. They're 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 priced fairly. I don't think that they are too cheap or too expensive. I think they're appropriately priced. So I think that they're okay as kind of like fill in pieces uh, as like secondary stack. I was just looking at it because I was curious. Ten pitchers with negative scores on. Tuesday. Are you serious? Yes, ten pitchers. Wow. And like, Ober's still going, wow. so he can get positive. Um, but as of right now, ten pitchers with negative. But cool. so for me, I don't think it's a full stack on the Mets. Um, obviously, this game's in City Field. Uh, huge red flag for me. Full stacking. I will say Pete Alonso, Francisco Alvarez are both fly ball guys. Tuki's just not ground ball guy. He doesn't generate a lot of swinging misses. I could take shots on either one of those guys um, and then throw like a third piece in there. If I want to make it a little mini stack. Um, I do like stacking against a guy like him with command issues. I mean, Mm -hmm. when you're having command issues, you throw the ball over the plate way more than you want to sometimes. And his BABIP is extremely low. His advanced numbers are terrible. So yeah, yeah, I don't mind maybe a little mini stack for the Mets today. 
All right, we're going. We're going back to Atlanta, playing in the Superdome here. Um, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully this game doesn't go as crazy. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, um, ten total. Braves in a two thirty favorite. Nelson and Morton facing off against each other. Um, there is absolutely zero chance um, you could pay me, and I still would not play um, Nelson against the Braves. No chance. Nelson's another easy, easy cross off. Now I will say. If you're gonna pay me the like double up of what my lineups would do, sure, I'll play Nelson um, because I'm already guaranteed money. And if Nelson dominates, then I'm making a ton of money because he's gonna be two percent owned. So there you go. Um, <laughs> no one's gonna pay me to do that though. So hey, just kidding. Um, Charlie Morton is interesting here. It's a, a slate where pitching is kind of iffy again. Charlie Morton's a great pitcher. Arizona is an awesome offense. Um, we continue to see it. They continue to be a top 10 team against right-handed and left-handed pitching. What are your thoughts here when it comes to Charlie Morton at 9,100? So this is the type of play that I certainly wouldn't fault anybody if they wanted to get to Charlie Morton. Um, But the the problem is, is that he's very similarly priced to guys like Verlander, uh, Rodon. Uh, We haven't talked about uh, Luis Castillo yet. Um, we haven't talked about Erod yet. Um, so the, the problem for me is that Morton falls to the very bottom of that list of those four guys I just mentioned. And then assuming that we get Otani, Morton falls down even more. So he kind of falls into that bucket of, uh, I think that there are better plays on the slate over him. Um, Morton can, continues to kind of be a really solid pitcher. And so, like I said, I, I certainly I'm not going to fault you, but I don't think he's got the highest upside on on the ceiling uh, or on the slate. So I think for me, he'd be a pass. I don't think I'd quite get to him even in like even in like a three max. Like if you're if you're making more than three, sure you can get to some Morton, but I think even in a three max, I'd pass. Yeah, I don't think he makes the build in a three entry max. I think if you are going like twenty inch, twenty entry, or one hundred and fifty entry, um, I mean, yeah, I think that's just where I would be on Morton. But he, he there's risk reward. Um, Morton's a good pitcher. You know, he could yes. easily go out and have a good game. It's a great offense. Um, they, he could go. They could go out and have a good game as well. So uh, it's a tough one. It's a tough situation pitching. For the second straight day, it feels like uh, pitching is really, really rocky um, on this one. So, I feel um, a lot more confident about this slate than Tuesday. I felt so good about Wu yesterday, man. Like, um, really, he, he felt Even as, he, like he, yeah. he like okay, he's not like this elite pitcher, but he's a very talented prospect. And like Minnesota, they strike out at such a huge clip, um, dude. He's just getting he's getting absolutely shellacked right now. Um, I don't even want to watch anymore. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm going backwards with an Atlanta stack because of Woo. So <laughs> anyway. Woo is a donkey. No, he's not a donkey. He's really good. Um, just not tonight. And like I was watching a little bit of the game. He's getting squeezed, but I don't like making an excuse. But anyway, moving on. Um Arizona bats. Charlie Morton's a good pitcher. Arizona, awesome offense. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody not to play some Arizona bats, especially after they scored 16 runs. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think that 
maybe some recency bias with them scoring 16 um, against a, a really solid pitcher here. Elder, he's not good. Um, any interest here in Morton? You mean in, in Arizona bats? Oh, Arizona bats. Picking on Morton is what I meant. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeezy, um, Yeezy talking about how uh, people were donkeys for playing Wu. I'm one of those donkeys. Y- y- I'm y- one of those uh, donkeys too. And like, I don't want to get too far <laughs> into it, but I, like, the only reason I was just so nervous is just because he was going to be so high owned. You know, it's like I, I completely agree with you. He's, he is he is a good pitcher, and he's going to be even better. But I was just like, man, do I really want to play 65 percent Wu? And and I did, and I'm going to pay for it. But, oh yeah, like you listen. Like you the said, game theory. There's, like, there's ten. There's ten negative pitchers, though. It's like where was I going to hide? Oh, there's eleven now. He's negative. There's eleven. So there's eleven. Right. Yeah. So where am I going to hide? <laughs> Don't Where be sorry, Yeezy. I feel like a donkey playing him. Um, no, you don't have to be sorry, Yeezy. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Yeah. It's just, it's just. I mean, one of those nights. I didn't know. I didn't know who else I was gonna pitch. Um. Yeah. So I, the feeling that I get about the Diamondbacks on Wednesday slate is that this game's gonna, um, it's gonna be kind of a neutral setup. Like I think Morton can contain them enough that they don't that you don't necessarily need them in tournaments just just like they might be able to get to Morton enough that you're not going to need them in tournaments um so i think they're kind of a pass and like guys like corbin carroll 5800 uh Cattell Marte, 5300 uh christian walker 5100 there's no discount on these guys going up against a pretty a pretty strong pitcher so um they're i think they're they're a pass for me I want to see ownership if like people overreact and we haven't projected for a lot of ownership um i probably don't get there in a three inch max if i was building 20 i would play arizona almost every single day at this point um they have that type of upside stealing bases all that stuff um atlanta top stack on the slate for me um i love the braves again i talked about him yesterday love the braves nelson stinks um Dude, his advanced numbers are atrocious. He can't strike anybody out. If you can't strike out the Braves, you're going to struggle. Um, they're expensive. I'll find some cheap pitching to pair with them, some ex- you know cheap secondary stacks, but I'm going to make a, a five-man Braves stack work. There's no reason not to. I've got no argument against that. They at Night after night, they just crush the baseball, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the point of DFS, right? We want fantasy points, and they put them up every single night. And if they're going to be uh, up against a really, very, very uh, below average pitcher like Nelson, then by all means, uh, I see, even if they're going to be chalky, I see no reason not to get them, get to them. Yeah. um, I don't care what their ownership is. I'm playing at this point of the season, man, you're just, you're playing the Braves every single day. It's like you're getting so much upside too. And like they're stolen bases and just everything. So all right, moving on. We're heading to Wrigley. Uh, there is a total out for this game. It's eight and a half, which means we probably don't have a lot of wind to worry about. Um, it is Williams starting today. Um, Corbin started yesterday. We were uncertain yesterday on the podcast. Hendricks pitch- pitching for the Cubbies. Um, I did have some secondary stacks of the Cubs, and it actually uh, – I talked about them on expert survey today too. They were projecting for really low ownership, slate IQ, um was giving them like a really good like leverage spot today as far as the cubs Mm -hmm. are concerned and um love looking at that kind of stuff if you have access to premium um you know you can see that kind of stuff but they're at they're at 15 runs i wish i would have fully stacked them um they're Mm -hmm. absolutely crushing the baseball right now 
Um, any interest here in Trevor Williams? No, not at all, really. Yeah, I probably. I'm not playing Trevor Williams. Um, I'm trying to find like some kind of cheap pitcher, but the cheap pitchers are really bad. So I just can't do it. I was looking at my Cub stack. It's a Cub stack with Ober and Wu. <laughs> yeah, let's go, baby. <laughs> I guess my I guess getting seven points out of Carrasco today it wasn't that bad oh. of a play. My my hitters have eighty seven. My pitchers have negative three point one. Um, yeah, that's solid right there. Um, it's a Cubs Giants um stack. So the team is phenomenal. Uh, it's such a good team. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um, any interest here in Kyle Hendricks? I think he's too expensive. Uh, you know, Washington, obviously not a great team, but they don't strike out a lot either. I was kind of hoping Hendricks would be like in the 6K. And then I could say he would be a better value. But with like a guy like Darvish only like 800 bucks more I'd rather find like the $800 for Darvish you know like that Darvish clearly has like a way higher ceiling and is a way better pitcher so I mean I just I think I would have to only have him if I was really making 150 teams like he would no chance being a three max I don't even think I'd have him in the 20 max yeah so all right hear me out on this right Kyle Hendricks years ago would generate 60% ground balls and he has great command and all of that. None of that is happening anymore. His ground ball rates 45%. His strikeout rate's still 15%. He's giving up more home runs. He's getting blown up more. He still throws a ton of strikes. Um, but for Kyle Hendricks to get there, he's just going to have to have like one of those outstanding BABIP games. Um, so you're gambling on a BABIP game. You know, it's not even like you, you need a little bit of luck on your side. You need every ground ball that he hits to go to somebody and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I don't love Hendricks, low strikeout team, low strikeout pitcher, a lot of contact. There's just going to be a lot of contact in this game. He's going to have he's going to have to get away with Babbitt. That's the only way, way he's yep. going to pay off the seventy two hundred dollar price tag. Like you mentioned, there's probably no wind that we have to worry about. But just make sure make sure to check out Kevin Ross. It's a crosswind uh, night before. It's a cross, right. So, I mean, just make sure because, I mean, this could end up, you know, you never know with Wrigley. So, just just double check. Yeah. Um, let's play some bats in this game. Let's talk about some bats. Anything here on the Washington side? Yeah, I, I, I kind of do. Um, just because their prices are, are, are reasonable. You know, like Lane Thomas is probably too expensive, but like, Condelario, Ruiz, Manessis, uh, CJ Abrams. He's been batting leadoff. He's 3,200. I think he makes for a fantastic value play. Um, you know, so I, I think this team is interesting. Like you said, Hendricks isn't going to be striking anybody out. Uh, this team doesn't strike out. So I think this is a sneaky uh, value stack, to be honest with you. Yeah, Manessis, um, Candelario, Abrams, if he hits leadoff. I know you mentioned him. Um, really like Abrams if he hits leadoff here. Uh, Cubbies, Bats. I mean, I am I think I'm going back to the well um, again here. I do like the Cubs. Patrick Corbin. I, I mean, you just love playing against Patrick Corbin. 
Um, I do anyway. But, I mean, Williams is not much better. And Patrick Corbin, he didn't pitch – I wouldn't say he necessarily pitched – terrible um it wasn't great right right but it wasn't it wasn't like a terrible outing um trying to look at like his final numbers yeah he threw five he only gave up three earned runs it wasn't a bad inning they've had to use a lot of arms here um to kind of finish off this game so little tax bullpen uh any interest in the cubs bats the lefties i love the lefties uh for the cubs like trevor williams he can't strike out he's got a tremendously low strikeout rate against left-handed bats. So guys like Cody Bellinger, Ian Happ, I think are, is pretty interesting. Um, Suzuki, not a lefty, but he's very, very cheap at 3,300. So I think that, uh, I think this team is very similar to how I feel about Washington. I think there's a lot of very, very strong value on, on the hitting side of this game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I like the Cubs again. Um, I think that they're going to be a good potential leverage spot today on this slate. All right, Detroit at Kansas City. Eight and a half total in this game. Tigers a 150 favorite. Rodriguez and Yarbrough facing off against each other. I have a ton of interest in Rodriguez here. Um, He has been all over the place, I feel like, when it comes to pitching this season. This Kansas City team is bad. It is. This Mm -hmm. lineup is bad. Bad, you know they they hit Scoble around a little bit, man. Um, I'll take my chances here on Rodriguez. I have no issue with that. Um, I have him rated better than than Morton, um, but I have I, I still have Verlander and, and Rodon uh, and Castillo rated. So I guess if Otani's not pitching, Erod would be number four for me, um, which is obviously a great play. Um, this, like you said, this Kansas city team is just atrocious. So I, I, I think it's a very, very strong play. Yep. I like it. Um, I like Ryan Yarbrough on the other side of this game as well. Um, I do 50, too. 5,500 yeah. really cheap. Um, obviously they could go very right-handed heavy. They have, they have actually have some decent hitters against right left-handed pitching this season. Albany, Abanez, um, Rogers, Torkelson, but I still think like there's upside here. At one point, Yarbrough, when he was with Tampa, was like a like high end prospect. He's just fought a lot of injuries. He came back against Cleveland right before the break, threw 78 pitches against Cleveland, six really strong innings. I assume he's in the 75 to 85 pitch range. We're not getting 100 pitches, but we're also getting him at 5500 here. I I absolutely love him. He is my favorite value pitcher. Like we've got to cross off the Giants, Reds pitchers, right? We're going to cross off Toussaint. We're going to cross off Nelson. I personally would cross off Williams and Hendricks. So, I mean, Yarborough is far and ahead of all of those pitchers that I just mentioned. And he's cheaper than all of them. So he, I think, is is the top value pitcher. Um, you know, he is going to be limited. He's not going to He's not going to throw over 80 pitches, I would imagine, 
like you said, I, I would assume he'll be around 75. Um, but still, that's plenty. That's plenty at 5,500. So if you're looking to get a one, one high-end SB1, go with Yarbrough and stack Atlanta, right? Like something like that. I, I love that. I think that's a really a great, a great way to build a lineup. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't hate it at all. If I'm not playing him, though, if I'm not taking shots on Yarbrough, because I like, listen, there's no chance I'm going three of three of Yarbrough. So, like, on, on a team or two teams, or if I don't play him at all, I think Abanez, Rogers, Torkelson, some nice value here. Um, they all have some power. I wish Rogers was cheaper, um, but he his power has been fantastic this year against lefties. Even a guy like Veerling. You know, thirty-two hundred, something like that. Torkelson, yeah. Like I, I don't have too much of an issue with that. I'm just, I'm just very high on Yarbrough, and I think that there are plenty of, you know, cheap bats on the slate. So I don't think I wanna, I don't think I wanna get too heavily involved with Detroit. Uh, Kansas City bats. I mean, man, I think you can take shots on Wit. And that's it. And then, and then who else? <laughs> I mean, Freddie Furman at catcher. If he hits, in, he's been hitting like in that four or five hole against left-handed that's pitching. True. Um, that's true. Yeah. So I don't, I don't potentially hate that, but yeah, man. Um, Wit Garcia, if he hits leadoff, maybe, maybe a little three-man. I don't think I want to pick on Rodriguez. Um, I know I'm gonna be playing a lot of Rodriguez. Rodriguez has been great. Um, He's been great. Like he hasn't his, some of his advanced stats um, are a lot better than like, and people are going to be turned off because of the Oakland start, but this is a guy that just consistently strikes guys out. And I don't know if Kansas city has like that power to beat him with a couple home runs. Um, so I think this is a game. He could really go out and have six, seven, eight strikeouts and dominate. I completely agree. And, and I think that really it's, it would just be Bobby Witt for me. Cause I love Bobby Witt. I think he's a fantastic uh, all around baseball. He's on the player. wrong team. Yeah, he is definitely. He's he's there to rot. Like I feel bad for him. All right, Minnesota at Seattle is where we finish it out. Seven and a half total. Uh, Mariners a one sixty five favorite. Castillo and Medea. Um, Kenta Maeda. Sorry, I was looking. I was I was so curious because I talked about how um, on XM and Monday's podcast how I talked I talked about how I got the Cardinals at twenty five to one. To win the NL Central, it's already down to twenty to one with their four-game win streak. Uh, watch out, <laughs> um, man. Okay, I think this game has tilted us very much so um, here on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, it's tilted me. I'm sitting here. I'm trying to th- I'm, I'm trying to tilted. do my job. Um, trying to do my job like a professional. Um, this game has tilted me. Uh, I had exposure to both these pitchers, both offenses. Just, I mean, Julio Rodriguez not in the lineup. I'm like, oh, over, man. Here we go. Yeah, that didn't work out. Um, got to put that aside for a second and say, all right, we have another good spot today. Um, another good spot. Kenta Maeda is under 8K. He's cheap. He has strikeouts. Um, any interest in Maeda? Absolutely. Uh, I think he's completely fine. I still would prefer getting the 200 for Darvish, but I like it. I mean, why would you ever play Kyle Hendricks if you could just play Maeda for 600 bucks more or something? You know what I mean? Like he kind of fits 
like he fits certain builds, right? I have absolutely no issue if you get to him. Um, I think he can excel in this matchup pretty pretty easily. Um, so yeah, I've, I've I've got no issue with him at all. Yeah, um, I like Maeda here. I mean, just again, we're looking for a little bit of ceiling somewhere. He has strikeout ability. He's not going to pitch deep in the game. He's seventy eight hundred. Um, I, I'm going to attack some strikeouts here. Luis Castillo should be good. <laughs> um, he, he's my guy. He's oh, my gosh. guy. Yeah. I mean, he should be, he's talent wise. One of the best pitchers on the slate. Yeah. My concerns are his strikeout rate has dipped tremendously over the last six weeks. Um, I like Rodriguez more if I'm just comparing the two. Um, I, I think Rodriguez has more ceiling, but I also, I mean, I wouldn't talk anybody off of playing, um, Luis Castillo here. Castillo is my, so say Otani isn't on the, on the pitching slate, like Castillo. Is, Wu just is gave my... up a, oh. keep going. Sorry. Up... Sorry. It's all right. Yeah. Castillo is my favorite pitcher on the slate if Otani's on the slate. Like I, I play cash games on DraftKings. I am 90 percent sure Castillo is going to be in my cash game team. So I'm I'm very very high. I think that yes, I agree with you. His strikeout rate has come down. I don't think that there's too much worry for me. Like looking at his numbers though, so I, I'm going to stick with him. I think he is at a really good price tag, and he is he is my favorite pitcher on the slate. I wouldn't argue it um, by any means. I think that he is in a fantastic spot. Um, gosh, I mean, let's talk Minnesota here. Any interest in the bats? Not really. Not really at all. Man, I... Man, oh man, I like Sandoval on the podcast yesterday. I took his um, prop like right when we got done with the podcast last night, and I didn't end up on him. And I'm I'm like even more tilted at myself now. Hate when I do that. Um. Anyway, I, I'm just man. I am so distracted right now. Um. Sorry, everybody. Minnesota bats for me. Julian. Um. He continues to hit the ball really well. Um. If Castillo struggles a little bit in this spot, like Julian's still three K. He has eight home runs on the season. Um. After he just hit one off a of woo. I don't hate that. I mean, I definitely would target like cheap lefties against Castillo. He's much better against righties. So, I mean, Julian, Kirilov, Kepler, um, Walner got called up. Um. What are your thoughts here when it comes to Seattle bats? Yeah, I mean, I think they're okay. I I think that they're going to go very, very low-owned. So, And I think that they're very, very affordable. So I think Seattle's okay. Um, I have absolutely no interest in Minnesota bats. Uh, but guys like for Seattle, guys like, you know, J-Rod at 4,800, like I think he should always be 5K or higher. Um, so I think that he would be a very, very interesting large field play. Uh, Suarez at 2700 like that seems like again not a great matchup but that seems way too cheap for him Ty France 3000 T Oscar 31 so like you're getting some pretty talented bats for a very very affordable price like and if my eight is going to be somewhat popular like you're going to get some leverage on the field uh getting into a little a few stacks of Seattle 
Uh, I just really quickly wanted to go back to Minnesota. Um, I I, I kind of mentioned it really quick, but Matt Walner is 2K. Um, did not realize that he was minimum salary. Big power. Um, top five prospect in the Minnesota organization. I can't remember if he's top 100. Um, I, I, I always like preseason he was really close um i i don't follow where prospects are like throughout the year but um grades out as like a big power bat so 2k uh, just wanted to talk about him really quick um as far as the seattle bats go kelnick i, I think would be my favorites um My idea, like when my idea struggles, you can stack against him and win tournaments. And he he struggles a little bit with right right handed power bats too. So like, you could take shots on Tiasker or Julio Rodriguez, and then maybe like the lefties of Kelnick and Mike Ford. But positive like potential here for Seattle stack. Um, I think could potentially be like a leverage spot more than anything else. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's play the morning grind game so I can turn off baseball for the night. Um, I man, I am <laughs> I'm on another one right now. Um, Jeffro Mo Green says, "LOL." Yeah, I feel you. That's that's where I'm at. Um, that's where I'm at for sure. All right, under under eight K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Um. Under 8K, so it can't be Darvish. I'll go Correct. I'll go Yarbrough. I like it. I'm going to go Kenta Maida. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Ooh. Um, uh, Barrios. I like that one as well. I'm going to go Radon. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who is going Yard? Mm, jock peterson like it i'm going back to matt olson um the only brave i think think that had a bad game uh under 4k to get two or more hits who's a cheap bat that you like to get a couple hits tonight uh, i'm gonna go with who did i see oh um i'm gonna go i'm gonna go suarez for the mariners I like Ian Happ. I think he's very underpriced today. Um, Thirty-four hundred. A lot of the Cubs. I should have gone, gone. Can I change this to Suzuki? Yeah, really good night. Um, he. I had yeah. him on a red stack that was doing really yeah, well too. I should have. I should have done a cubby. Um, stack to score six or more runs, and you cannot, for any means, say Atlanta Braves. All right, I'm going to go with the Cubs. I like it. Um. Man, I the Reds, dude, Ashcraft and Stripling in that game just stacked the whole red. Game. The Reds, the Giants, that's like that game is so juicy. Ten and a half, ten and a half total in that game, uh, for a good reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tim, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, thanks, Stevie. I uh, appreciate it quite a bit. Yeah, always, always a blast, man. I uh, appreciate everyone in chat too. Like, we're having fun. Like, yes, I'm tilting. Um, it wouldn't be fun if I wasn't tilting. Like these are the plays that I talked about yesterday. I played them. They're not working out. It's frustrating. Like when you, you have these slates where you're like, man, I'm in such a good spot because I've absolutely crushed my bats tonight. Everything that I like for bats, absolutely crushed. 
where am I struggling pitching? Um, and I felt like they were in good spots. It happens. We move on. It's daily fantasy. Always appreciate everyone in YouTube hanging out with us. That is going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Tilt or not. We'll be back. Hope everyone has a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you again tomorrow.